Welcome to another episode of the Cat Breeding for Beginners podcast. I'm Pamela and I breed British Shorthairs in Perth, Western Australia. I have a real passion for cat breeding and exhibiting and I want to share my knowledge and experience with you. I'm on a mission to help new cat breeders go from feeling intimidated, confused and having trouble getting started to confidently breeding happy and healthy cats whilst enjoying this amazing hobby. Before we get started, make sure you visit my website and download your copy of my helpful guide, Advice to New Breeders, where experienced breeders share some great tips they wish someone told them when they started breeding. You can find the link on my homepage at www.catbreedingforbeginners.com. Just look for the picture of Angelica with her kittens. I wanted to talk to you today about something that came up in my new cat breeders club. One of my newbie members was um, saying that she's got kittens, she's got little kittens and very soon she's going to start thinking about finding homes for them. But she expressed um, her concerns about what to do when the time comes for them to be picked up because she's actually really nervous about strangers coming to her house. And I absolutely understand where she's coming from. It can be really, really daunting. And you hear a lot of stories about things, uh, more so in, in the dog world than the cat world, but definitely in the cat world. You hear stories about people coming over and then, um, you know, there being problems, some, you know, stealing kittens later or um, not paying for them or, or, or all sorts of drums like that. Basically, you've got a stranger just coming to your house. And then you hear stories of like other breeders, established breeders who are saying things like, oh, I never have people to my house. I go to a local McDonald's and we do the transaction in the car park. And I really, I really don't want that for you. I don't want either of those scenarios to be for you. I want you to be comfortable when the time comes for people to come and get their kittens. I, I just think it's so wrong to have to take your kittens, unless, of course, you don't live locally. That's a different story. Um, but I think it's just such a such a big deal to be saying, well, I, I, what message are you sending to someone when you won't even have them in your house, when you're giving them a kitten that you've raised with love and you expect them to love and care for it for the rest of your life, but please, let's just hand it over. You give me the cash, I'll give you the kitten in the McDonald's car park like we're doing a drug deal. No, I don't want that for you. So what I want to tell you is that the best way to make sure that this is not going to be a problem is start promoting your kittens early. And when I say promoting, of course, we're talking about the more you promote them and the more you market your kittens, the more likely you are of having the very best homes to choose from. The more people that you have on your list, the more people that you have to say, which one of them is going to be the right fit for my kitten and which one do I feel okay about? So if you do this early and you start to get people expressing interest in your kittens, you can take deposits on them quite early. Now, I've taken deposits on kittens that have not taken, they actually haven't paid me right there and then, but I've reserved kittens for people just straight after they've come out of my cat. I remember I had a couple who have, they actually have had over the um, time that they've had kittens from me, they've had five in total. They still have three now in over different time periods. Um, and they wanted a black kitten and they'd been waiting, waiting, waiting for a black kitten. And I think they'd be waiting like a year and a half for a black kitten. And the black kitten was born. And while it was still wet, I'd sent them a message and said, I have the black kitten. And they said, yes, can you please reserve it for us? We would love to have it. So that was a bit of a joke between us that as soon as it came out, it was theirs. Um, so if you take uh, reservations and deposits on kittens early, what happens is as soon as that happens, you're going to start building a relationship with that person. It probably start before that because there'll be lots of questions and you'll be finding out who they are and what they're about. And this can take place in a range of ways. This can be maybe in a phone conversation. This could also be a uh, an email conversation. This could be Messenger on Facebook or Instagram, or it could be a combination of all of those things. But you'll start having a conversation with you. And 
with them, sorry. And what will happen quite quickly is they will start asking you questions. They will start, and this is a really good sign. They will start saying, oh, should we get a bed for the kitten? Oh, what kind of litter do you use? Oh, what are we going to be able to feed them? Do you think we should do this? You know, all of those sort of questions as are coming up. When is the kitten going to get vaccinated? Can you send me some more photos? When they talk to you like this, these are every time they ask you a question or ask for something from you, it's an opportunity to get to know them a little bit better. And when you get to know them a little bit better, you will get a feel for the kind of people they are. And if they are um, the kind of people that you've chosen, you know, you've got a lot of choice of people. If you've done a lot of promotion of your kittens, if you've chosen people that you think are the best ones for your kittens, but you'll get to know them over a longer period of time and then you'll really know whether they are or not. And then when it comes time for them to come and meet the kittens, now I don't let anyone come see my kittens until they're at least eight weeks old and have had their first vaccination. And a lot of people, because we don't live super close to town, a lot of people will then wait another four weeks and will actually come and get their kittens, just come and get them. So we don't actually meet at the eight-week mark um, before they come and get their kittens. But we have spoken um, a lot of the time there's been, I might have done Facebook live videos for them. Um, I might have done, I've sent them videos. We've had conversations. We've spoken back and forth on email. And I really have gotten to know them by that point. People will tell you a lot of stuff. They'll tell you about their other animals. They'll tell you about their kids. They'll tell you about their house. They'll tell you everything you need to know. So by the time they come at 12 weeks, I feel like I know them. That is not a stranger walking into my house. That is somebody that I've had dealings with and I know about before they get there. And that's a really good way to feel comfortable about things. I also still always make sure that my partner Damien is home with me when people are coming over to get their kittens um, because that just makes me feel that little bit more confident that everything's going to be okay. And I think that that's a really good idea for anybody. It also means that if I need him to do something um, with the kittens or something, I can still stay with the people while he might go and get something that I need to show them or, or something like that. It's just helpful. Then you don't have to leave anybody by themselves at your house. So you can always plan to have a friend come over if you live by yourself, um, ask a family member to come over. There's always going to be somebody, maybe you've got a breeder friend that you can ask um, and they can come over and be there while, you're, while you've got the people coming over to get your kittens. But just please, I just really don't want you to be the kind of person that does the kitten drug deal in the car park of McDonald's. That's just, it's just not going to be okay. And it also is really, really great that when somebody you've been talking to and you've built up this rapport and this relationship with them, when they come and get their kitten, that means it's so much more likely that they are going to stay in contact with you, that they're going to send you the picture of the cat on its first birthday, that when the cat starts coughing up and they're not sure what's going on because you're going to get a message from them and you're going to be able to tell them it's just hairballs because it's change of season and it's molting its coat. They're going to send you updates as the cat gets older. They're going to ask you when you should transition them onto adult food. They're going to ask you, um, they're going to tell you if the cat has any health issues and they're probably later on going to tell you when that cat passes and that's going to be sad but it's also wonderful that they would think of you at that time. These are the kinds of people that you want your kittens to go to and it starts by building a relationship with them before they even get the kitten I also I never want you to be the kind of person that has you know my kittens are 12 and a half weeks old I should have had homes for them by now but I don't have homes for them um, I'm just going to advertise them on Gumtree someone will ring me up they can come over if they give me the money they can have the kitten because that person is not going to stay in touch with you that person doesn't have any sort of feelings towards you. You're just the person they got the kitten from. They probably won't even remember what suburb you were in when it comes down to it later on. 
And, you know, if you're the kind of person like I am, where I want to be there for my cats for the rest of their life. And I think someone, one of my owners recently said, oh yeah, when you have a Cuddleton, it's a Cuddleton for life. And that means that it's always, it can always come back to me, always has a place with me. It's always going to be safe. If you want to be that kind of person, you have to build that rapport up because that the person that's getting your kitten just needs to remember who you are and that you're there and that you've said these things to them. So that is my um, tip about making sure that you don't have strangers come to your house. The best thing to do is to make sure that by the time they do come to your house, even though they were a stranger when they first contacted you, they're not a stranger anymore because you've had a, you've started that relationship, you've started talking to them, you've started having interactions with them, you've been answering their questions, you've been chatting back and forth, and then they're getting their, their kitten. And it'll just be a really wonderful experience for the both of you. So that is my tip about that, and I hope that was helpful. Helpful. If you're after any more information about breeding cats as a new person, a newbie, a new um, breeder, pop over to my website, catbreedingforbeginners.com.au. I've got, oh, sorry, catbreedingforbeginners.com. There is no AU. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, hop over there and have a look um, and see if there's any information you're interested in. There's videos, there's my podcast, which you're obviously listening to. Um, there's my new cat breeders club. I have courses there for things on different aspects of cat care, um, cat breeding, sorry. And I've got some articles on there that are really interesting too. Have a look around. And if you'd like to sign up, there's a little sign up form and you can get updated when I have more information and more things going out. So I'd love to see you there. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure you visit www.catbreedingforbeginners.com where you can find articles, guides, courses and more. Plus, make sure you check out my amazing New Cat Breeders Club. It's a supportive space where new cat breeders can learn, share and help each other. I only take new members a few times a year, so sign up to make sure you don't miss out.